So we've been talking about true authority. And, you know, over the last, <clears throat> over the last few, last couple of months since we've been back live in church, I think it was a, it was the first part of the first part of June when we started, I think so, and we've been on this series of true authority. And Sundays we've been talking about um, being free from all fear, and um, <clears throat> there's not a day goes by that I don't find myself in some kind of a conversation with somebody that is lacking the understanding of the authority that they have in Christ. Over these last few weeks, we've talked about, I'm going to read the verse of Scripture again, but Luke 10 and 19. Jesus said, I give you authority. He said this to his disciples. It's been passed down to us. I give you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And he said, nothing would hurt us or harm us. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And there's not a day goes by where, uh, where I realize, I, I'm not talking about that, that you know, you're just overcoming something. I'm talking about not having any understanding. I'm talking about Christian people. Not having any understanding of the authority that we have, many of them just waiting for God to do something. God's already done it all. The authority in the earth that was given to Jesus, He gave it to us, the church, and that's what we're going to see and look at tonight. The subtitle of my message tonight is True Authority in Christ Jesus. True authority that is in Christ Jesus. Last Wednesday, we talked about the name of Jesus. If you haven't been listening, if you, if you weren't here or you, had, you haven't listened to that message last week, again, I'd encourage you to go listen to it again. Amen? And, and, and what we have, what we understand is the authority that Christ gave us. And, you know, what, what you know, I mean, it, 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 it just overwhelms me sometimes thinking that everything in life is at our disposal. The more I live, I've, I've been doing this for almost 45 years, or maybe it has been that, but the longer I, I, I walk in this, I, I realize I don't have any excuse about anything. I have no excuses for anything. That seems kind of a little drastic. And, and if you're going through something, well, you know, I, I can't say anything about it because I don't have any excuse. No. No, I've been through a bunch of stuff. You understand? But I'm on top of it, and anything that I'm not, that, that doesn't appear to be that I'm on top of it, I'm on top of it in here. Because I don't have any excuse. So I don't, need to, I don't need to talk negative about anything or anybody or any circumstance or any situation because I have the authority to see it come to pass. And whose authority is that? It's His. 
He told, his, he told those, those 82 disciples, I give, I've given you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nothing will harm you. Nothing can take you out. Nothing can get the best of you. And I'm telling you, in the last 45 years, there's been some times when it seemed like some stuff had gotten the best. But I'm still here. stronger today than I've ever been. Ready for anything. Doesn't matter what comes. Doesn't matter what's out there. Ready for anything. People need to know how to be ready for anything. And we don't have any excuses, but we have things that we face and things that are right in our face and things that we're learning to walk through, but we're learning. We're not complaining our way through. We're learning. And that's vital because there's no excuse. All authority was given to him. He gave it to us. Actually, I'm reading this verse, Ephesians 1 and 22. He, the Father, put all things under his feet, Jesus, and gave him, Jesus, to be head. Everybody say, he's the head. Say it. Say it. He's the head, okay, over all things to the church, comma, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all and is in all. He fills us. Everybody say, I'm filled. How many days can you remember in your life where you didn't feel so filled? Didn't look like it was all that. But he said, that's the way it is. I'm filled to the fullness with him. That's who we are. Each and every one of us, that's who we are, right? He gave him to be head over all things to the church, that's us, which is his body in the earth. He's empowered us, given us the authority to operate in the earth just like him. I just tell you, once a year, at least once a year, I read through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And the reason I read through them is because what I've started doing now as I'm reading through them is I see me. So I'm his body, you're his body, we're his body in the earth. So everything we see he he did, well, I can do it. And then he said, Not just what I did will you do, but even greater things, because now I've gone to the Father, I'm representing you at the right hand of the Father. All authority, all power, everything's in place, and now you just got to do it my way. And when we learn to do it His way, there's nothing we can't have. What I said earlier about your emotions, man, it's really, really important that you and I are people that don't overreact about every stinking thing that comes down the pike. Did you hear what I said? I don't think I said that loud enough. We cannot be people that get emotional and overreact about everything that happens. We got to be people that are calm, in control. Confident in God and in His Word. Our trust in God is everything. It's everything. 
Colossians 1 and verse 13. He has delivered us from the power of darkness, conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by Him, Jesus, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth. Visible, invisible, thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, everything, everything was created by Him. All things were created through Him and for Him, and He is before all things, and in Him all things consist. And He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He may have preeminence. He may have that first place. He may be the He's the one that we acknowledge that is the result for everything good that is in our lives. It's because of Him. And He was created, and He created everything for the church, which is His body, which is you and I. He created it all for us. He didn't create things just to create them. He created them on purpose, with a purpose, with a plan, and now we can be in control of everything. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness, but He's given the authority in the earth, Psalm 115, go look at it somewhere in in Psalm 115. But he gave authority in the earth to the sons of men. Sons and daughters of men. We have the authority today. Can you say amen? Verse 27 of Colossians 1. To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, I'm going to say something to you that I want you to catch tonight. I want you to catch this. The authority that we've been talking about for the last couple of months, the authority that we have in Christ is a mystery. Don't let it be a mystery to you. How many like Sherlock Holmes? Ooh, yeah, come on. We may do a Sherlock Holmes movie night. (laughs) Woo! But in the mystery, in the mystery, what happens? In the mystery, Mr. Holmes and Mr. Watson or Mrs. Watson or whatever, you know, I mean, there's different series. They are pursuing who is the villain and who has done the bad thing, right? It's a mystery. And they're trying to find it out. Listen to me. The God we serve has already found it all out. So, when you have this one-on-one with Him, then 
This mystery is not a mystery because it's Christ revealed in you that's the hope of the world, and it reveals the mystery and the plan that God had. And you'll see at the end of this message what that plan ultimately is that we have to tap into. I'm telling you right now, understanding the authority that we're talking about doesn't have to be a mystery to you. You've already got the goods. You've got everything. You have the Word. You have the Holy Spirit. You, you, you have the Father who is, wants it revealed in you more than you want it revealed. It's a win-win. We can't lose. Can you say amen? Romans 8 and verse 35. Who shall separate me from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or sword? Question mark. And there's only one that can answer those questions, and that's you. As it is written, for your sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors. He didn't say it, it, was a, it was a cakewalk where you're tiptoeing through the tulips and everything is just fine. There's stuff out there, but yet in all these things, we're more than conquerors. But man, you have to see it. Christ revealed in you shows you there's not anything. I have no excuse. It doesn't matter what. I, I, I just say, this is what I've learned over 45 years. Other than sometimes my wife, if I'm going through something and God is revealing things to me and I'm struggling in something, I don't tell the whole world. You'll never see a post on social media from me about something that I'm going through when I'm going through it. Maybe on the other side. Because when I'm dealing with some stuff and I'm coming through it in my relationship with God, what's happening is, notice what he said. Let me read it again. He said, he said, as it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. There's, there's things that come against us trying to take us out and discourage us. Things trying to wear us out and overwhelm us constantly on a day-to-day -day basis. But notice what he said. We are counted as like sheep for the slaughter. I mean, I mean do people around this country have many people that are not saved have an attitude about Christian people? They're weak. You know, they're, they're, you know they're, they're, they, they are taken advantage of. They're, there's no strength in them or anything else. A lot of people see us as like sheep being slaughtered. I'm telling you today, it doesn't matter what comes. We're going to stand strong, stand tall, overcome. He said, in all these things, how many? Everybody say all. In everything that you will ever face. We're more than conquerors. Why? Because of what he did. And when what he did is revealed in me, there's no mystery. There's no question about it. When I'm faced with anything and I don't, I don't have an answer for it in the moment, he's just right there ready to reveal it to me. 
I don't have any excuse. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. There is an end game and an end time when I'm going to be through the thing and I'm going to be on top and not underneath. Every single time, not just sometimes. Yeah, but you know, this bad thing happened and, you know, how, how is that going to be, how is that going to be um, accounted for and how, how is God going to restore me in this certain, I don't know. I'm not him. But he's no respecter of person and when we trust him, he'll make sure you're exonerated for anything that comes against your life. And not only that, you know what he said? He said, in this life, in this life, you receive a hundredfold. In this life and in the life to come. Because this life and the life to come is just like this. It's like one day you're here, boop, and then one day you're here. But you're just moving this way. See, it's just like you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going, boop, and then you're just still going. I mean, it's no freaky deal. You understand? This place that we're living in here, it's a replica of what heaven looks like. And we're here until we're done, and then we just keep going. And nothing that happens here can get the best of us if we learn to know who we are, it's revealed in us, and we learn to realize I have a choice every day to either be moved or not moved by the things that come against me. Listen to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you the truth about this. It's not going to be if things come against you. <laughs> it's just the next time something does. Well, Pastor, you know, it just seems like if it's not one thing, it's something else. Not in my life. Not in my life. With me, it's one thing to overcome and another thing to overcome, and another thing to overcome, because we live by faith and not by what we see. We live from one faith experience to the next one. We overcome, and then we overcome, and then we overcome, and then we overcome because, what do you say right here? We're more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life Angels nor principalities, powers or things present, nor things to come, nor height nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate me from the love of God that is where? In Christ Jesus, my Lord. It's in Christ Jesus. What, where is this mystery of how to live this way revealed? Inside of me. Christ in me revealed in me. It's the hope. And it's the hope of the world. Hope of the nations. Man, I, I tell you, um, without any de details or anything, I'm just saying this. I am looking for the God relationships that he wants me to have. And I'm not looking in, the, in some of the normal places that I maybe have looked at in the past. I'm finding relationships with people that, and connections with people in ways that I, I never realized would happen. New relationships with people that, that don't think like I do. Some of them aren't even born again, and if they are, they have no understanding of the things of God because, because people 
People are hungering. They're searching for the truth everywhere. Everybody is. People are hungry for truth. They don't realize that what they're looking for is Christ revealed in them. They don't realize that. They're looking for a God, some kind of God, somebody somewhere, you know, that's going to take care of them and meet all their needs and all those kind of things. And this God will do all that. But he's got to be revealed in them. And most of them don't know it. And most of them, and I've said this many times, in people that I've ministered to in the past, a lot of times they're not ready for who my God is. They just need me. Hmm? And they need me to be kind in spite of their ugliness. There's just a ton of people out there that don't believe what you believe. And I'll just tell you this. There's not another one like you. So there's not a person on the planet that's going to do everything the way you want it done. Because there ain't another one of you. So the only way I could please you or you, me, or whatever is if I became you. And that ain't going to happen. But I tell you what, Christ revealed in us, empowering us, us walking in that authority, knowing who we are, how to accomplish the things in life that God wants us to accomplish, we can overcome. How many times in life does it seem like things are going well and then all of a sudden something just gets thrown out there, right in your way? What are you going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to learn and turn toward him. How many have just loved this coronavirus thing? How many, how do you just love this? Hadn't it been, aren't those masks just lovely? Huh? I mean, walking around, breathing your own air. You know what I, you know what I decided? If I have one on, I'm going to breathe through my nose because I have a filter through my nose. Whatever. I mean, this thing happened, but I, I'm not even thinking about when it's going to be over with. All I'm thinking about is how big God is getting now because of what's happening on the inside of me. Because, see, I, I can't see it for you. I can't make you see what I'm seeing. But we've got to see what he wants us to see so we can be that to people and in people's lives. Can you say amen to that? 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 21. Therefore let no one boast in men, for all things are yours. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or whoever, or the world or life or death or things present or things to come, all things are yours, and you are Christ's, and Christ is God's. You know what the thing, you know what the word things is translated in, in the Greek? It's translated as things. And I don't know about you, but I, I can think of some things, and then I can think of some things, and then he said, there are some things that I can't even think of that he's already covered. So he says this, 
All things are yours. You're Christ's, and Christ is God's, so how can we lose? There's no lose. We win. He's given us all things because He came from the Father. The Father sent Him. He gave it to us, and it all belongs to us now. You know, what's really dumb and stupid is somebody saying, well, you know, you're, you're just saying that you, know, that you have all that authority within yourself. Anybody hear me say that? That's just stupid. But I'll tell you this. You've got to believe that God gave it to you and that it's your, it's his, but it's mine. But it's his, but it's mine. And, but it's got to be mine, but it's his, because I realize without him I can do nothing, but it's mine. And I can do this. I can live and operate in this authority concerning everything. He said, all things are mine. I belong to Christ. Christ to God. You go, God, Christ, me. I got it all. I have the authority to handle every situation no matter what I face. So you know what? Rejoice when times are good. And don't be afraid that something bad is going to happen because you're experiencing good things in your life. Don't be afraid of that. But when something that's not so great as the good times come, God didn't change. And if He didn't change, and He and Christ didn't change, then Christ gave me everything and I don't have to change. That's what we got to grab a hold of. Can you say amen to me? We have, because of this authority, we have the right to the name of Jesus. We have our connection to the ministry of the Holy Spirit that connects us to every promise of the Word. I'm going to say it again. In our authority, we have the name of Jesus. With the name of Jesus, we have the ministry of the Holy Spirit who is revealing, remember what I talked about last week, the name of Jesus is the Word of God. And it's the Holy Spirit who is revealing the truth so that Christ revealed in us, the Word revealed in us, empowers us to do the things that we were created to do. We're not waiting for someone else to do it. God's building inside of you that if anything's going to get done in the earth, it's going to happen through you. Did you hear me? Anything's going to happen in the earth, it's going to happen through you. Because of the authority that God has given us. And this is what he's given us. Christ revealed in us stops the mystery from being a mystery and now it's solved. And Jesus Christ solved the mystery, and now it has to be revealed in us, and this is what is revealed in us right here. Luke 12 and verse 31 and 2. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. 
Everybody say things again. Yeah. All those things. And all those things are manifesting and happening to us. He said, do not fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He has given us and entrusted to us his kingdom. And the word kingdom is defined as God's way of doing. What he has given to us, what, what he has made and, 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 and laid out at, to our disposal is his way of doing in the earth. That's his thinking, his kingdom. That's how he set it up. He wants us to operate in that so that other kingdoms and other ideas and other theories don't get the best of us. But that we live and we operate in this authority so that this authority that we have from Him can do anything and everything and accomplish anything and everything and be the answer to anything and everything that we face. In the Romans passage, the question was, are we going to let any of these things stop us? No. No. I mean, the way I look at it right now is that my foot's on the pedal, the pedal is down, and we're moving forward the rest of the days. We don't have time to take a pit stop and take a rest stop and, and whatever. We just have to keep moving, pacing ourselves, learning to bring and, and control and harness our emotions, keeping them under the control of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit daily reminding you, no, 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 you're not going to over, well, I, I don't want to overreact. I don't want to overreact and then have to clean up my mess. I can stop it. Enemy trying to sabotage you and keep you from being able to harvest the things that God has, the things that God has intended for you to harvest. And I promise you, you can be your worst enemy. Not you weren't created to be your worst enemy, but you can be if you choose not to harness and bring your emotions in and allow this authority that God has given us to be first and foremost in our life. It is the Father's good pleasure to give me His kingdom. <laughs> Whoa! I mean, just, just think about it. I, I mean, I can, I can hear Him say. Can you hear Him say, I'm pleased with you. I want you running my kingdom. I want you in control of my kingdom. I want you doing the things that I, I did in the earth and that I want accomplished in the earth. You know why? Because he loves everybody. The people that I find myself in contact with, people that I'm finding myself spending more time with at different times because every day I pray this. Father, I thank you 
for the supernatural connections today with the people you want me to connect with. I'm telling you, God's opened the door to some interesting relationships that maybe in the natural, my natural head wouldn't have said, yeah, that's who you need to go have relationship with. Or just, I mean, I'm just talking about just be kind to. Because most of them aren't ready for the God we serve. But when they get to know you and they begin to like you, and they realize that you're the person that you are because of the God you serve, then they'll like your God. That's the kingdom he's given us. I mean, can you just see it? Everybody, I mean, I don't have any keys. You got some keys? <clears throat> we have the keys to the kingdom. Hmm? We're in charge. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, does it seem like sometimes in America that nobody's in charge? I mean, through the years, you know, in all the, all, in all the years that I've been alive and, and been in, in the United States, it seems like there's times when, like, who's in charge? I'm in charge. I got the keys. Hmm? We're every, but see, but see, I'm, see, do you hear what I'm saying? I'm saying I'm in charge because I can't say that for you. I didn't say you're not in charge, I just, I can't say that for you. I can teach you, I can give you all this and tell you what it, what it looks like, but I'm in charge. I'm in charge. And there's no excuses. I can have anything, I can do anything that he tells me I can do. I can have anything that he tells me I can have. I can accomplish anything that he says I can do, because I can do all things through Christ Revealed in me who is my strength. It's a win-win.